This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hey there, hi there, this is Carol Reid and welcome to my show Ignite Yourself, Living Life on Your Terms, where we give you little tips and tricks and ideas, little hacks to be able to live life a little bit more meaningfully, a little bit more um, efficiently even. Today we're going to be talking about a a bit of efficiency and a bit of time management and uh, a little bit more about connected to what you really want. So uh, quite often people aren't aware of what they really want in life and I find this quite often when I'm working with clients that they'll, I could sit down and say to them, can you give me your ideal day? And they'll be like, I've never thought of my ideal day. What is an ideal day to me? So um, it's it's interesting to do even do that exercise. So I'd encourage you to just write on a, on a bit of paper 10 things that uh, that that, uh, that you could do to make your idea. So when my when my life is ideal, I am. When my life is ideal, I am. And then you can mix that up and put in all sorts of different things. For me, when my life is ideal, I'm getting up early, I'm meditating, I'm doing yoga, I'm doing some exercise. This morning I went for a beautiful swim over in Napier. It was a beautiful sunny morning. Very chilly to begin with, but the water was warm outside, even though it's an outside pool. Um, And I did 50 lengths and I felt fantastic at the end of it. So, you know... Just you just get these things done and you're you're into your day, you know. Um, but but today I wanted to talk a bit more about uh, you know time and how we use it and whatnot. I've said before we've all got fourteen hundred and forty minutes in a day, and that's one hundred and sixty eight hours in a week. And if you take some of that out for food and sleeping and stuff like that, you're really working with a hundred hundred and twenty hours kind of thing there or take give or take in a week to you know use them how you would like to use them. And so some of us are in jobs that perhaps don't fill us up, but we do the job so that we can do the thing we want to do in our spare time. And that's okay too, because it's not always about what you're doing in the daytime, you know, that's going to fill your life up. It's about what you're doing around it sometimes as well. And obviously, if you can find the thing that, that you love, fantastic. But not everybody can do that, and that's okay. You don't need to put the pressure on yourself to do that. But it is important that you're filling your cup up in some way and filling yourself with joy in some other fashion. Um, and one of the things I want to talk about today, I've been doing this course with a woman called Marie Folio, and she's doing this thing called Time Genius. I love her work. And what I've found is there's some really good tips that I want to share with you today. So she has a great quote from Warren Buffett, which is, the difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people say no to almost everything. <laughs> And I think that's really important because how many times are you saying yes to things that aren't moving the needle in your life or aren't doing stuff for you that's going to make sure that you you know you're getting what you want out of your life? And Marie's very successful. She's been a, um, a MTV dancer and you know all sorts of things in her life. And um, she's you know she's really a massive entrepreneur online and whatnot. And she does a lot of things. And people say to her, "Well, how do you do what do you do what you do?" And people say that to me too because I've got lots of different businesses that I deal with. How do I keep it all up? And she says her big secret to doing it all is that she doesn't. And I'm the same. I don't do it all. I just do the things that I feel really. Uh, are gonna are gonna make my life more whole and more enriched, and you know we can when you can get clear on that you can build more confidence around it. 
So one of the things that she sort of talks about is there's a, a temptation to do it all. And the fact is, we've got to reject that because you're not going to do everything that's on your to-do list. So it's getting clear on what is important. And the way to kind of do that would be to think about uh, a principle called Pareto's principle. And you would have heard about this. This is the 80-20 rule. So 80% of all your results come and, and in, in your life come from 20% of your efforts. So it's actually really, you know, knocking that down and getting into what we what she calls the zone of genius, which is that 20%. So how do you kind of find that 20%? Well, here's some questions to, to ask yourself. What activities bring me joy? What are the things that I really love doing that, you know, um, really, really stimulate me and make me feel, you know, turned on and inspirational kind of thing and where do you add the most value you know to your family to your company to work what are you kind of good at what's what's kind of something that you add the most value in and then you know obviously you've got to make some money so you know which efforts are going to make me money and obviously if you're going to a job and you love your job fantastic but if you're going to a job you're making the money to support your other things as I said that's okay so then it's actually making sure that that money that you're making is going towards the stuff that you love my husband's a fantastic golfer he loves golfing he goes all the time but you know he's got a real sort of um, you know, block against spending money on new things like new shoes or golf clubs or whatever. And I've got to put it in his head. You know, I've got to say to him, you know, if you won that tournament and you won fifteen hundred bucks, what are you going to do with that money? Oh, I don't know. He hasn't really even thought about it. So, do you think he's going to win the fifteen hundred dollars? I don't think he is because he's not—he's not actually, you know, like putting it out there of what he's going to do with it when he gets it. So, it's important to have dreams and goals and aspirations, and it's important to, you know, say, yeah, I, want, I need a new driver, or I need, you know, new shoes, or whatever, you know, or that golf cart that's going to be able to drive him around everywhere, you know, <laughs> whatever it is. But it's important to have those things because they inspire you to take action. And, and that's the thing is having it in, in close proximity inspires you to take action. Um, so also, what do you do that makes the most impact in the world? You know, what are the things that you enjoy doing that make the most impact that are going to add value? And then once you've kind of done that, then you can determine the insignificant things, the 80% that's not really working for you, you know. And they're kind of like your time stresses. So um, things like it might be something that, that causes you, in, you know, a lot of irritation, and it could be something you could easily farm out to somebody else. So it might be something really simple like, I'm trying to think of something in my own life, you know, emptying the dishwasher. I've got two daughters that spent one of their jobs is to do that. And when I come home and the dishwasher's not emptied, look out. <laughs> you know, but you know, it's it's farming out some of the stuff that you don't have to do because what happens is we get into this kind of rhythm and into this kind of habit of doing stuff, and it's not till you actually do a bit of a recess and a bit of a check in, look at this eighty twenty rule, and can go actually, you know what, I don't want to do that, I don't enjoy doing that, and actually I could get so and so to do that, and that would help them. You know, you might have a neighbour down the road that wants something to do. You know, and loves pruning roses or something. I don't know. You know, like if you, if you don't put it out there, you won't know. But if you don't think of it, you won't know either. So it's the unrecognized thought, you know, that we want to we want to recognize. We want to see it. And we want to go, okay, I want to change that up. So eliminating those time stretches. What you'll find when you do this, you'll have heaps more energy. 
because I can tell you this is what happens. You get rid of that stuff that's dragging you down and making you feel, you know, a bit overwhelmed or a bit stink or whatever, and you get rid of it and you've suddenly got more energy. Plus, you've got more time to do the stuff you love, and then so it compounds and it compounds and it compounds. And this is the power of momentum. So, you know, what's one or two things that you do on a regular basis that you don't have to do, that, that you just don't particularly like doing, you know? Um, what do you currently spend time on that's not worth your time? Yeah. And what goals or projects are weighing you down that you could just let go of? I know people that have things on their, um, on their goal list, and I have this too on my goal list that I've had for two years. And actually, you know what? They're not really that fun. Like, I've got to finish renovating my house, and I'm kind of over it now. I haven't finished it. So I actually got someone in the other day who's a project manager, and he needs some work, and he's going to finish this part of my house, which is like a, a splashboard in my oven. He's going to get it all done for me because I'm putting pressed tin in, and it's a difficult thing. It's not an easy thing. It's a little bit complicated. So I've kind of put it in the too hard basket because it's complicated, and it's someone who knows what they're doing needs to do it. So he's going to take it off me and I don't have to, and I'll have this lovely, you know, kitchen that's completely finished and that'll make me feel good, you know, so why have I been sitting there trying to do it myself, you know, it's just these types of things, learning these types of things. Um, and then, you know, the other thing is to think about, you know, brainstorming the actions you can take to eliminate your biggest source of stress. So like that, I've got him in to come and do that. That's a, that's a stress that's going to be off me, you know, um, and then making an action plan around it. You know, calling that person, getting that person in, talking to the neighbour, you know, taking some action. So that's uh, that's a little bit of the 80-20 rule and thinking about that. But before I go on to any others, I have a lovely guest sitting here and I'd like to introduce you to her. Her name is Corinne Barrett and she is a, are you a double amputee? Is that Quad. what you, A quadri, yeah. That's yeah. right. I mean, I kind of think two oh, arms, two legs. Yeah. Yeah. It's only double. Two. Yeah. <laughs> two, two is two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So welcome, yeah. Corinne. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Yeah. So um, just a little tiny bit of your background, because um, people can go and go and suss you out online um, at Corinne, www.corinn.nz. Uh, That's yep. your website. Mm-hmm. Or they can look you up, um, Corinne. Life Unlimited. Life Unlimited. Yep at Facebook or, or Instagram yep. but you've had you know some medical misadventure that happened um, yes yeah, so I became a quad amputee in 2012 um, it was a medical negligence um, case unfortunately uh, when I was living in Australia and um, yeah just went on to become a, a motivational speaker and um, mentor and ambassador and volunteer for a bunch of um, you know amazing organizations around New Zealand amputee federation and staros and um, sepsis trust and yeah it's awesome so keeping, keeping busy so good to have you here and I'm really I'm really privileged to have you on the show so please I'm you know so happy that you're here to be able to share some of your uh, you know your knowledge about stuff and we were just talking about you know time management and stuff like that and we've been talking a bit about it back and forth and you've been trying a few things yes so um, I have terrible time management because I am one of those people who can't say no Um, and so I take on all of these tasks and yes I'll be on your committee and yes I'll come along to your networking thing and yes I'll do this and yes I'll do that and don't ring up and ask her either by the way even though she's saying yes (laughs) and all of a sudden I'm yeah my calendar is just ridiculous and so um you and I met last week and you gave me some pointers on 
you know, organising my calendar, colour coding and uh, prioritising my time more. And, you know, and it's and it's not just my business time, but it's my personal time as well. So making sure that I am putting time into my calendar for me. Yeah. Um, and at the start of the week, you know, looking ahead through the week at what I have to do and where I have to be and better prioritising those things so that I'm not racing from Hastings across to Napier back to Havelock North and then I've got something back in Napier again and it's all those sorts of things so yeah I've definitely done that and um, I use an app called Google Keep that I do have a to-do list in and I've just started setting myself like yesterday I set two hours of time where I you know had a presentation to finish and I actually listed all the things I wanted to achieve in that two hours and ticked them off and it's a really good feeling seeing them drop to below with a cross through them because I've been done and keeps your mind on track and into the tasks at hand rather than going oh while I'm on my computer I'll do this and oh, a notification came up from Facebook, I'll just check that. And it's, yeah, so because you've got it all listed there, that's a really good idea to yeah. do that. So. Brilliant. Oh, that's good. I'm, yeah. I'm pleased that it's working. and Because it is trial and error and we all have different ways of, you know, managing our time. Mm. But I think the big sort of message I'm trying to get across here is, yeah, you can manage your time. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't let time manage you. Exactly, yeah. And, and don't, but also don't, you know, fill your calendar like your whole day up with stuff you've got to allow yourself breaks in between and just, I don't know might want to like oh okay, I actually need to go and do some washing or I need to do that or you know have lunch and it's just because otherwise you can just get so caught up in it all and yeah and then you don't get before out. you know it you know six hours has gone by and you've sat at the computer and you haven't actually achieved anything because you haven't had a little list there to tick off and show what you've done so it's yeah that's what well, that's what works for me. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> After the advice from you last week. <laughs> that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing is too, um, you know, I one of the things we talked about too when we were having that chat last week um, was actually planning your day, like you said, you're going to plan the week, um, but also planning it the day before. So one of the things I've taken out of this course is that she, which is really good advice, was plan your day. I was planning my day the day before, but I was planning it at five or six at night when I'd finished my day. Um, and it's okay, but what she's suggesting is do it just after lunch because there's such a thing as decision fatigue and essentially you are making lots and lots of decisions all through your day. Fresh in the morning, you make mm. the best decisions, you know, but as things go on, you get tired, you don't may not yep. make the right And that's where, you know, you're overeating and choosing the wrong thing at night. If you haven't planned a meal, you know, your willpower is lower, so you're tired and you've got decision fatigue as well. So she's suggesting, you know, make your to-do list around sort of 12 or 1 in the afternoon for the next day mm. and she suggests you know get a bit of just a bit of lined a4 paper put all the appointments you've got on there uh, onto your lined bit of paper and then you can actually see your day written out and then you've got a spaces in there where you can um, put in like time chunks mm -hmm. so um, as Karen was talking about you know there's a Facebook notification there's an email and there might be you know something to do with accounts that you have to go into your accounting software and fix or, or receipt in or something so what she, she suggests is time chunk those things together so the all of the, that you know accounting software stuff goes in half an hour at this time all the emails go in half 
half an hour at this time. You look in your calendar and you see where those spaces are. Mm. Uh, and then the other thing is thinking, you know, if you want to have like an hour of power or an hour of focused hour, you know, put that in there for the project that you want to work on and sit in and do it for that hour. When you go to sit in and do that hour, get it set up for you so that it's actually how you want it to be in the space that you're going to be doing it in. So if you're in your office, you've got your water, you've got your cup of tea or whatever, ready to get some snacks if you need it, but you're going to hone in for that hour. Mm. And you're going to just tell yourself that this is this is what I'm doing for the next hour. And you've got to tell your brain, because your brain will go, but we've got to do... We've got to do. That. We've got to go and see. And what about we've got to pick up? No, slow down. We're actually just going to sit here for the hour, and we're going to work on this project. Yep. And then when you tell it, it'll it'll settle down. Then it knows what it's got to do. It'll start worrying another hour, but that's okay. From right now, we're going to put it into this space, and you know, you get on and get that thing done. But don't do any more than an hour, sort of fifty-five minutes, really. Um, that's when your brain is really going to be able to focus, and it needs a little rest after that. So then you'd get up and go for a walk or whatever. But but the whole idea is to look at that hour, that day and go, oh, here's a space here where I can you know work this in make some phone calls or make some phone calls yeah yeah yeah. so I'm going to chunk all those phone calls together Mm. you know or I'm going to like you say you're going to look at your emails and and the other thing is turning off yeah turn turn off off notifications yeah yeah, Yeah. for the hour (laughs) because otherwise you will get distracted yeah definitely um but it's yeah it's it's just it's you using your time effectively Mm. And again, thinking about that eighty twenty principle I was talking about. So, yeah. So you can you, you. What did you think of that when I was talking about that? What came to mind for you? Were you thinking? Oh, yeah. There's a few things that I do. Yeah, to... <laughs> yeah I definitely don't have eighty twenty going on at the moment. It's probably no, not like everybody 60, does. 40. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mine's probably like fifty fifty. 50 anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, yeah. I definitely think. I mean, all of those. It's just. It's just great advice, and it's just taking a step step back and looking at it and yeah like you say making the most of your day rather than if it's not planned out because I'm, I'm someone who needs a plan and I need I mean it, even going to the gym I need to know that it's booked into my calendar and I'm going to go at that time otherwise if I'm just going to go on my own free will it'll be like yeah next week <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, it's all of those things it's just yeah prioritizing it and balancing out your day to get the most out of it yeah definitely yeah and yep. also the night before if yeah you know you're going to the gym tomorrow tomorrow then I know that I'll go to bed at a certain time because I've got to be up at a certain time to you know prepare for to go to the gym and then come home and I've you know other things that are around it so it's yeah it's just looking at those time chunks yeah, yeah, that's right. And you and like you say, you're using your time effectively, not running from one place to another. So I was the same because I had a meeting in Napier at nine. I knew that I could go over to Napier, go for yeah. a swim, you know, be back and get to that meeting by nine o'clock, mm. and I've done my exercise. Yeah, and now I feel good for the day. Like you know, good on you, and I push myself a little bit. I mean, and I have to talk to myself, and the, you know, it's like, well, you've done forty. Oh, but you always do forty. Come on, try and do another ten. So I had to have this whole conversation in my head as I was doing the next length. Like, come on, you can do it, you know. And then I was just patting myself on the back, going, yeah. "You can do it. You're doing well. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going." Yeah, and that's exactly like I was on the treadmill this morning. I had told myself to, that I was going to do thirty minutes. When I got to twenty minutes, I was like, "Well, that's probably enough." And then I was like, well, I was 
watching something on my um, phone and I knew that there was 12 minutes left on the of the program so I was like well I might as well walk and watch the rest of the program so ended up doing 32 minutes but <laughs> it's just that whole like yeah 20 minutes could have been enough but just going to push yourself to do that extra it's, we're such interesting creatures I know why we do this to ourselves it's <laughs> yeah. so crazy like you know we it's that whole kind of it's the negativity bias that yeah. we're born with it's 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 how our brain you know mm. it, it, it is it, it tries to look after you but it is a bit self-sabotaging as yeah. well so we've got to recognize it like you're saying go, say you know take it by the hand like you would a little two-year-old <laughs> that wants to have a tantrum and finish at 20 minutes mm. come on we just go across the line a bit yeah, further exactly that was the same with me you know yeah. you've got to 40 you've done you've done a kilometer yeah. you don't need to do any more than yeah, that. Like no, I want life. to go a bit further because mm. I want to get better you know mm. exactly um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're such interesting creatures aren't we I tell you so a um, little bit quick one about clarity um now you you do know that you know if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed or feeling a bit you know like there's too much on your plate and you've said yes to too many things um you can get rid of that by by feeling more you know clear about what are the most important things and that's the cure for overwhelm is clarity you know and uh and what marie says clarity comes from engagement not thought which I think is really quite, you know, a bit of an insightful thing. And the most important thing is life is in life is knowing what's important in your life. <laughs> I think that's an awesome one as well. Um, so one of the things she talks also about is um, identifying your dreams, goals or activities and knowing that they're not all the same thing. So recognizing that there is a difference between what a dream is, what a goal is and what an activity is. And here's the thing that we may not, we think, oh, pipe dream or, um, oh, you know, be nice if I had, da-da-da. But you can have those things provided you put some stuff in place to work towards it. And the idea even with exercise is you make it automatic so that you it's sort of an automatic thing. So that's kind of me. It's automatic that I know I'm going to at least do one swim in a week. So I just got to put that into my diary. Mm. Um, I know every morning I'm going to do yoga and meditation. So it's it's not even written in my diary now. It's part of what I part of me. It's part of what I do. It's like eating, you know. So it's 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 getting it so that it becomes automatic. So that frees up your cognitive ability to th- work on the next thing. Because once you make things automatic and they become a habit, you don't need to think about them anymore. And you can use your mind to start thinking about the things you do want. So, um, so yeah, just getting a little bit clear on some of that sort of stuff and, and really getting to know, you know, what, so a dream would be a someday thing. Wouldn't it be cool if it's an inspiring intention? It's really important to have them, but then we want to have goals that are specific, measurable, and have a deadline on them. And then you put in those little activities which are doable, that take steps that are going to take you towards that. So I can use my triathlons as, as an example, you know, doing, you know, over 40 uh, links this morning is helping me towards my goal of doing a kilometre in the ocean when I do Iron Māori in November. And I know we're only in February right now, but this is all moving towards it so that I can feel more confident, so that when I get in there and do my 1K, it's going to be a shorter length of time, I'm going to beat my time from last time, those types of things. But I'm doing a little tiny bit now. And it's all these little wee tiny things that we do that add up. And we want to be able to be doing stuff towards it, not away from it, you know, towards our health and well-being, not away from it. 
you know um, I think Tony Robbins has a thing where, you know when he's going to eat something that's not good for him he'll say you know if I'm going to eat that thing how long is it how long is it going to be in my body and how long am I going to have to take to get out get it out like you know so so it's thinking like that so what's the most important thing for you to focus on right now um, in terms of if you're in that overwhelm situation, what's the most important thing you can you can start working on right now? And what goals, plans or activities will you pause, amend or let go of to make space for the new priority? So, you know, looking through and saying, well, that's actually more, that's going to feed towards my goal. So actually I'm going to take out this to put that in. Because, um, you know, we can't pile on more on top of more because we just get overwhelmed, right? Um, yeah, and then just reevaluating, doing that eighty twenty thing quite often is a good thing because then you can actually see, oh, I'm drifting into the eighty again. I need to come back to my twenty percent, you know, focus stuff that's going to move the needle for me. So yeah, um, thank you for being my guest today, Corinne. Oh no, thank you very much. Um, is there anything that you want to say to people, you know, that they could be doing, or anything that you want to share and impart? Because you know, you are a motivational speaker too, and you yeah. inspire people all the time. <laughs> um, put me on the spot. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> uh, in regards to well, time, time management, management yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's or to ju- ourselves, you know, to our well-being, our goodness for ourselves. I think it, it's really. Um, don't it shouldn't all be about work 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 you've Mm -hmm. got to have that personal time as well and um stop trying to please everybody is a really big one I mean as women I know we are terrible at that um you know we're our own worst critics at the best of times but we're always trying to please everyone else at the same time so it's yeah just pull back from that a little bit and focus a little bit more on yourself and yeah, work out and like you say it can be a dream or, but set set goals to work your way towards achieving that dream yeah so really good points and you said earlier too about putting yourself on the agenda making mm. sure you know you're putting in your well-being stuff definitely yeah and it might be a yoga class or it might be you know, like you say meditation yours comes naturally now but some of us need to put that time in there because we just don't do it. Oh, it didn't, it didn't yeah. to begin with. Yeah. It's, ta- it's taken... A long time. Yeah, yeah. it's nearly two years now. Mm. But now it's automatic. Yeah. And I, and I actually look forward to it. I was on a group call last night and I, they were like, how do you get up at five in the morning? Like, oh my gosh. I'm like, well, it's taken a while to get there. You know, I just went backwards from mm. getting up at seven to quarter to seven to half past six, yeah. you know. Um, but I look forward to doing my yoga. Mm. I actually look, I look forward to rolling out of bed onto my yoga mat and doing a bit of yoga and doing the meditation. I actually look forward to that. That gets me up. Yeah. So it becomes like that, and it's and it's a good habit to have. So it's you know good to have these things like that to keep us yeah, motivated. Definitely awesome. Well, um, if you need to get a hold of me, I'm Carol Reed. Look for my website, Soulpreneurs. S O U L P R E N E U R S. Think of an entrepreneur, Soulpreneurs. Co.nz. And if you want to get hold of Corinne, go to uh, Life Unlimited and look at look that up. They can look that up on Facebook or uh, yeah, Corinne Life Unlimited. Yep. yep. Or else. Or- or my website, www.corin.nz. Awesome. And book yep. us together. We could come yeah. do a motivational speak to you. Exactly. To your school yeah. or whatever. We'd love to help you. Powerhouse. <laughs> <laughs>
This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.